Hello and welcome back to another to another episode of Nerd Holocron from the galaxy to your ears. Steven, first we're going to start off with what did you think about that? What movie did I have you watch? Oh, you had me watch The Sandlot. No, wait, Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. I'd rather watch Sandlot because that movie was boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a long one. It was three hours long. <laughs> Nothing happens until two hours in. That's true. Yeah. Um, I did like it when I saw... Oh, okay. Real quick. The Sandlot... I mean, the Salem's Lot is about vampires. How they move into this town. And um, how this guy tries to, like, fight them. And then he's on the run with some kid. And they end up in Guatemala. It's just vampires. Yeah, it doesn't really explain that at the very end, though. I don't remember them leaving... To go to Guatemala, though. Yeah. There's some, some South American country. I don't know. Uh, they speak Spanish. It's basically Mexico. Yeah. So it was boring. Uh, yeah. I mean, the practical effects were cool. They, the, like, the look of the vampires was, like, you know, stereotypical for, like, what you'd think an actual vampire would look like, I guess. Like, they really did a good job on the fangs and making them look dead. Uh-huh. And, um, the bite marks really prominent on the necks. So, yeah, like, they try to do, like, scare, jump scares, and, I don't know, maybe back when the movie came out it was scary, but, no, I don't know. I understand. Also, the movie that I had you watch and the movie that you had me watch, The Simpsons has taken something for both those movies and put it into the show. Really? Yes, and one of the Halloween Treehouse of Horrors, Uh there's a scene where Bart becomes a vampire, and uh, he's at, he's floating outside of Lisa's window and stuff. Oh, the that's from Salem's Lot. I know. When I saw that part, I was like, is this kid going to be stupid enough to let him in? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And you had me watch Disturbia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a film featuring Shia LaBeouf. Um, it's a movie about a kid who's on house arrest and his, mur- his neighbor murders people yeah. and he sees it. Which, when I first saw this movie, I was like, man, this reminds me of something. And then I remembered there's an episode of The Simpsons about the same thing. Really? Where Bert's, Bert, Bart is in a cast and he has like a telescope and he thinks that Ned has killed his wife. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that one. Yeah. And that is taken from an Alfred Hitchcock movie called The Rear Window. Oh, okay. So everything is based off of Alfred Hitchcock in this movie. Um, but it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. Um, I'm not really a fan of Shia LaBeouf. It's one of his better movies, but it's not that great. I don't know. No. It's okay it, to watch. It's okay. It wasn't like, a like oh my god, Steven, this is the greatest movie ever. But it wasn't a bad movie. Like, if there was nothing else on, I'm pretty sure I would not change the channel. <laughs> you just scroll through Facebook and have it up. No, I mean, it's good. I, I liked it. I mean, there's some scenes I just love. But it is a good movie. I didn't mind it, except for Shia LaBeouf. Anybody, could, uh, anybody else could have been Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. Also, today, folks, we are taste testing a bunch of Mountain Dews. I couldn't get my hands on all the Mountain Dews, but um, we got some good ones. We got yeah. Code Red, Merry Mashup, Diet Mountain Dew, Regular Flavor Mountain Dew, Voltage, Liberty Blue, uh, Liberty Brew, and Sweet Lightning. Yes. So, 
We're going to taste Sweet Lighting right now? Yes. All right. Interesting fact, Mountain Dew was designed to be a mixer for whiskeys. That's why on the front of it's got that little hillbilly on the original design, so it's like a moonshine ah. mixer type of thing. That's pretty interesting. Thank yeah. you. That is delicious. Yeah, it's like a peach. It's a very peachy flavor. Yeah, it's really good. Yes. All right. So we're going to talk about Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark in this episode. Historical accuracy. We're, we're talking about how historically accurate it is. And earlier, Stephen alluded to me that it was not very historically accurate Yeah, there's left nothing in there. <laughs> All right, well, what isn't? All right, so, like, something that happens in the movie, in the beginning, Indiana Jones finds the golden idol of fertility, which is the... Chepopolian idol or idol of the warrior and um, yeah it doesn't represent any actual people it's just like a prop that they made for the movie hmm. but isn't it historically accurate that in South America and in like you know you know, in that area, like Mexico and South America that there are temples and hidden crazy stuff like that that's what spawned this crazy idea yeah but the indian people that they represent in the movie aren't actual so they made up a people but yeah. historically there's crazy shit out there right I'm I sure. it's not, I'm, <laughs> uh, just trying to counter everything you're saying okay an interesting <laughs> fact alfred molina the guy that plays sapito or set satipo He's the guy that portrays Indiana Jones when he's like, give me the statue, and he's like, pull me up. He's like, give me the statue first, and he gives it to him, and he takes off. And then when Indy's running away from the boulder, he's impaled on the spikes. That is um, the guy that plays Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man movie. Yes, he also plays Horvath, I mean Horvath. In uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, that was his first major role, and it's funny because he gets covered in tarantulas in the movie, and then later on his greatest enemy is Spider-Man. So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that was a big role at the time. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? All right, so like in the, the main part of the movie is the Nazis find the Ark of the Covenant... Covenant? Covenant in uh, the 1930s in the city of Tanis. And uh, the Ark of the Covenant is said to contain the broken fragments of the Ten Commandments. And whoever controls the Ark will have, like, limitless power. They'll be, like, unstoppable. Right. So, uh... So what's inaccurate about that? Uh, like, they use the Staff of Ra to lead them to the Ark's location. No Staff of Ra. No. Ra is the sun god from Egypt that you know, they worshipped or whatever. Right, right. But Tanis is a real place in Egypt. Yeah, Tanis was buried in a sandstorm and found years later by a French archaeologist, Pierre Monet. Not by the Nazis, ever. I think it said that the Nazis found the city. They were just there at the city. And the movie, it says that they discovered it in the 30s. Oh. Anyway, alright. Fair uh, enough. Tanis was the capital city of Egypt from 1075 BCE to 1712 BCE, and was abandoned when the royal capital was moved to Memphis, Egypt. <laughs> Memphis, Egypt? Uh, it's probably something else, but it looks like Memphis. <laughs> okay. Memphis, so who knows. 
So, yeah. Uh, but, interesting Star Wars Easter eggs in the Indiana Jones movie. Before we get to that, mm-hmm. I got some historical accuracies. Oh, you found some. I found one. Okay. There's one, well, Tannis obviously was a real place. Um, Nazis existed historically. Nazis did exist. <laughs> um, but... Um, Throughout movies, and especially here in Indiana Jones, they talk about the Nazis being obsessed with the occult. And actually, before... There was a point where Nazis were just kind of like, eh, whatever with the occult. But there was this one guy who you... I think he used, like, this Nostradamus technique. Mm -hmm. And he told Hitler, he's like, don't go to this meeting. They're going to try and kill you at this meeting. And it turns out they try to blow Hitler up at this meeting. So then Hitler took this shit seriously. And that's, he used a lot of paganism and, and occultish type stuff because at the time Germans were obsessed with it. What way to get what you want by, you know, propaganda through paganism, occultism. So at one point they kind of dismissed it. And then once crazy shit started happening, they really embraced it. Really? As a propaganda tool. And Hitler was also like, oh yeah, man, I didn't die because of that. So what else with that? Wow, Historical did. accurateness. I didn't know that. <clears throat> Must be where they got the idea for Hellboy, bro. Maybe. Also, I learned that Nazis, mm. when they invaded France, were on meth. And that's why they were able to defeat the French. Really? Which at France at that time was the in Europe, I guess, was the the best army in Europe. Oh, and they fucked them up because of math. Wow. Bunch so, only do drugs sometimes, guys. If you're invading a European <laughs> settlement, yeah. Alright, what else you got? So, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, on the plane that Indy is, like, running to, uh, the serial number is OB slash CPO. Which stands for OV-1 and C-3PO. Nice. Uh, on the wall, when they're opening the Ark of the Cover that you can see hieroglyphics that show Leia inserting the Death Star plans into R2-D2. Oh. And you can also see a pillar that looks like C-3PO and R2-D2. Thank you, George Lucas. And then in the Temple of Doom, the club that he's in, when they're running out of it, it's Club Obi-Wan. Really? I didn't know yeah. That. And in the Kingdom of the Lost Skull, um, they say the famous phrase. I have a bad feeling about this. The famous, Lost Skull or the Crystal Skull? The Crystal Skull. I don't okay. know why I put Lost Skull. It's nice. a famous Star Wars phrase. I got a bad feeling. Said in this. every single movie. Yep, yep, yep. What else? Uh, that was it. All right, let's test this next Mountain Dew. Which one do you want to do? Uh, you want to do the mashup one? Yeah, because that one sounds the grossest. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it's got a nice fizz. I am pouring it. It is pinkish in color. And looks promising. Looks whorish and disgusting. Ooh. <laughs> let's, let's see about this. Bit of the bubbly. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. I didn't mind it. So, I can see this being used for soldiers in the field. If they get captured, they knock back some of this and it kills them instantly. Whatever. <laughs> this is good. I don't even know what you're complaining about. 
It's not as good as a sweet lining, but it's still pretty good. It says it's cranberry pomegranate uh, natural flavor. So, Mm. holiday edition, I guess, Christmassy theme. I don't like pomegranate or cranberries. No? No. Well, alright then. Yeah. I guess you just hate everything. I do hate everything. Alright. That's disgusting. Alright, so we were going to talk about why Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a good movie. Yes, it is the least liked of the Indiana Jones movies. But honestly, I don't think it's that bad. I think people... I think the the thing that people hate the most is something I alluded to earlier when I was doing that. What'd you think about that? Mm. Is uh, Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. I don't know why they added him. Uh, Some interesting facts about the movie. Uh, The the fake town that Indiana Jones escapes into, they were actually used in the 50s, and they put up mannequins to test the impact of atomic blasts, and they called them doom towns. Hmm. Also, that rocket sled that he escapes on, they were used during the Cold War to test ejection seats and other equipment for aircrafts. So, maybe not similar to that design. It said on the facts about it that it's like a jet engine on the back of that sled, not a rocket engine, but it looks like a rocket engine. Nah. I don't know. Um... And the motorcycle that Shia LaBeouf rides, it's a 2007 Harley-Davidson Softail Springer Classic, and it was customized to fit the setting of the film of the, the 1950s. And five bikes were used for the film, and in April of 2009, two of them were put on display in the Harley-Davidson Museum in Milwaukee. Interesting. Yeah. But also, what did you like about the movie? What about this movie makes you say that it's good and not trash like everybody else says. Okay, so I think it's like a classic Indiana Jones story. So, like, Indiana Jones goes to these faraway places. He, you know, fights whoever the bad guys are. So instead of being Nazis, in this case, it's the Russians, because this is, like, Cold War times. And it's like 20 years from the last crusade, so Indy is just a professor who's doing regular archaeological stuff. They capture him, and then you get the iconic moment in the shadow where he puts his hat on, and then, you know, it's like, it's Indiana Jones. Yeah, I understand that. Um, Nice, you know, the Russians are all, you know. And like, it just has, like, interesting things, like, with yeah. the bullets, when it magnetizes the box, like, it mixes the occult, or, like, supernatural and, like, historical, even if it's not accurate, stuff together, and that's why it's so good. That's why they're popular movies, because George Lucas and Steven Spielberg bring best of both of their fields and mash them together, that's why it's such a lovable character. Yes. I think the crystal skulls are a real thing, too. Right? Did, yeah. Oh. You didn't research? I only did how, historical research oh for the other one. All right. Pretty sure the crystal skulls are a real thing. Um, but what I liked about the movie, I mean, yes, it's a classic, you know, Indiana Jones story. <coughs> Excuse me, I just burped. Um, uh, but it also brings back the love interest of the first movie. I know. I always liked her the most. I, and movies like this, where it's like the, the older guy, there's usually a younger love interest. Mm-hmm. Where here, it's like more age appropriate. 
it really ties everything together except for Shia LaBeouf. I'm gonna keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not a bad actor. It's just I don't like him for movies. You know. <laughs> you just like him for weird art project nah, installations. He things. was really good in that one movie with Brad Pitt, and they were like a tank crew in World War Two. Oh yeah. You know is it a, a Glorious Bastard? No. No? No, what? Uh, it's a different one. Don't, you know what? Don't worry about it. Anyway. Um, but yeah. Uh, I do like the adventure. You know, they're in like, again, South America or yeah. someplace. Some jungle setting. I think it was like Peru, I think. Whatever. They speak Spanish there. It's basically Mexico. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked it. I liked the ants. Yeah, that was creepy. I still have nightmares about those giant ants. I like that. It was... Honestly, it was a good action-adventure movie, and people just need to get over it. Just ex- just watch the movie, and, like, you're just watching a movie. Don't be like, this is... For me, people just get too hyped up and too stuck on stuff previous, mm. where it's like, yes, I get it. Those are good movies. Those are really good movies, and without those movies, this movie wouldn't be possible. But just kind of just, like, live in the moment. Don't be like, oh, my God, this is what Indiana Jones would do. Get over it. And it didn't change the formula of what made them great to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. instead of the Holy Grail, it's aliens in this one. Not aliens. Interdimensional Interdimensional beings. But like we said, like, every movie has, like, some kind of supernatural or, like, magical element. So it's yeah. not anything new we haven't seen before. If you're I an don't. Indiana Jones fan, you would know that. Exactly. Also, Stephanie said she didn't like the Indiana Jones movies. What? She says it's pretty much the same... Like you said, it's basically the same movie. It's not the same. Each one is unique, like a different type of thing, you know. But I understand what she said. She says she likes Star Wars much better than Indiana Jones because Star Wars, there's much more to it. There's, I guess. There's all these side stories. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, honestly, it's not a bad movie. If you just watch the movie and just sit down and just think about only the movie, it's a good movie. If you're one of these people that's like a purist, like the Star Wars people that only count the original trilogy, yeah, then you're going to have a rough life, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just think about just think about the movie as, like, just an extension. Just, you know, like, do you really think Indiana Jones didn't have another adventure after, yeah, you I know? Mean, there's tons of novels and games and stuff that talk about what he's doing in between even the movies. Yeah. I think you guys are mad because it's not Nazis, it's Russians. But Russians, you know, just took the place of Nazis at one, at one yeah, point in time in America. Yeah, evil. I mean. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people don't know, but the Japanese were pretty, really shitty during World War Two. <laughs> they experimented on humans a lot like the Nazis did. But no, no one really talks about that. Anyway. So... Oh, look at this. Two men in black suits. <laughs> okay, I have a bag. <laughs> Kodo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do, we, what do we try next? Uh, Let's try the voltage. All right, so where's voltage? It's this big one. Yeah, let me empty this out. All right, this is Mountain Dew voltage. Here we go. It pours beautifully. And it's got a nice blue color. Yeah, it looks almost like water yeah. in, like, cartoons. It's like crystal. <laughs> All right. Yeah, get, a good, get a good whiff. Yeah, it's got a nice berry. Vintage last week. Mm. I like it. 
Yeah, it's kind of like a sour blueberry taste, which is like my favorite. Is that the flavor that it's going for? Or is it... it says raspberry, citrus, and ginseng, so yeah. Yeah. So like a sour blueberry mm-hmm. candy taste. I like it. One flavor that we don't have here that I really do enjoy is... Um, Livewire. Livewire. It's an orange one. Oh, amazing. I think it's kind of more like a summer flavor. Yeah. Right? We also didn't get the Baja Blast. It's a Taco yeah. Bell exclusive one. Yes, but Baja Blast is good, so whatever. <laughs> you don't want to otherwise to pale in comparison. <laughs> so right now, in my lead, I have the the sweet lighting is still on top. Uh, voltage is second, and and uh, third currently is the holiday flavor. All right, for me, it's the opposite. Voltage on top, sweet lighting. It is really good, but this voltage is better tasting to me, and this one is at the bottom. It's gonna lose. It's get, it's worse than Diet Mountain. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get into the Mandalorian. Oh my good goodness! I want to say this right off the bat. I kind of knew Ahsoka wasn't going to be in this episode, but, like, it still really pissed me off to not see her in this episode. You knew she wasn't going to be in there? Yes. Had it's kind of like they they teased it, but they don't want to give it to you too soon. Uh. Like, oh, the next episode, Nat. The next episode's obviously a filler episode. And then we can get to see Ahsoka. You know what? I've already sat on the doorstep waiting for my dad to come and pick me up and never show up. It's just <laughs> the same thing with Ahsoka. It's like, she's like, I'll be there on Saturday and I'm sitting outside with my backpack and my PS4 in my bag and she never comes. And then the Mandalorian's like, come on inside, son. We'll order a pizza. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. It was kind of like that, but... It was a really good episode. Yeah, it was still good. Uh, the Mandalorian goes back to, I guess, where the show started. Navarro. Yeah. Yeah. He runs into Carl Weathers and Gina Carano. Finally! Yes, they, they're back. And uh, Carl Weathers wants to make the planet safer. Yeah, he's kind of like modernized it a little bit, turned it into like a Moss Eisley type place into a regular functioning town. It's, it's like the... It's not like a Moss Eisley, though. Like, the Moss Eisley is like a big town. It's just like, there's like buildings. There's one street, and then there's buildings on the other side yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, but I meant like it was like a haven for people to come, like bounty hunters and stuff. Yeah. That's why they were on the eye of the Empire, I think. Yes. And uh, the Empire, well, what's left of the Empire has a, an outpost there, and he wants to go destroy it. Right. And get the fuck out of there, because he just wants a peaceful planet. Doesn't want all this bullshit there. So him, Gina, that fish guy, and Mando. Oh, the fish guy from the first episode. They all head over there. Yes. And they discover that they're a little in over their heads. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's not like abandoned or not like there's just. They thought there's only gonna be a few people there. Yeah, like it's there's a cool. shit ton of people yeah, there. there was. And they find out that they were experimenting on the child. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it got pretty crazy. They talk about, like, collecting the M chemical or something from the child, which we can all figure as midichlorians. They just don't want to say it. Yeah, they don't want to face the backlash. Huh? <laughs> um, we also know, they find out that Grand Marf, uh, not Tarkin, but, uh, 
Grandma Gideon. Gideon is still alive. It's just as intimidating as Tarkin was. It's kind of got like Darth Vader-ish looking armor on too. I don't like his voice. His voice is not scary to me. And then like when he talks, it's like, okay, guy, <laughs> you're in charge of this. All right. I think Old Tarkin was. Guy. I think Tarkin was uh, a little more intimidating. He's got like a Naziist look. Yes. Like a very stiff, very <laughs> polished person. Yes, I'm going to blow up your planet. <laughs> and Leia's like, oh, you can blow it up once you take the stick out of your ass. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to do it with a stick in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so they make it through, they blow up the place, uh, they all escape, and then um, Mando realizes that the child might be in jeopardy because he leaves him at this school that they set up. And he flies back to the town, gets the kid, the kid's okay. And we also see that the child is able to use his force powers on command, it looks like. Yeah, he steals from another child. Yeah, he does. It was funny, though. The beginning was really funny. Oh, yeah. Where Mando's like, put the red where the blue is, and put the blue where the red is, and the baby's like, what? What do you want me to do? <laughs> know, right? That shit was pretty funny. It was awesome. Um, my favorite part of the whole episode, and we agreed on yes. this, is when the scout troopers jump off the cliff of the base and just down the side of the mountain. And it, like, the show looks really good, but you can tell it's just a show and not a movie. Mm. And that scene right there looked like it could have been in one of the movies. Yeah, right? Fucking sick, dude. It was like in the Rise of Skywalker when they had those sand motorcycle things, kind of like that, where it's like, whoa, mind blower. never thought we'd see them. No, that was, that was pretty good. Um, the episode ends. Uh, the Mandalorian has his ship repaired, mm-hmm. and he flies off, hopefully to fucking find Ahsoka. <laughs> Finally. Oh, also, um... Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um... The New Republic, there's, like, an official guy that comes there, like a detective type, I guess, and gets everyone's statement, and then he talks to Gina Carano, and he's like, we could use someone with your skills, because we know that she's, like, a shock trooper from the Clone Wars, and she's like, I don't really do that kind of thing anymore, well, he's like, if you change your mind, let us know, and he, like, leaves, like, a rebel pin or a signia thing, Yeah, and she's, like, looking at it like, maybe I should join it. Yeah. Mandalorian didn't pick me up, so I guess <laughs> what is there left to do with my life? <laughs> also, Gina Carano is a, is a physically imposing woman, right? She's a big woman. <laughs> yes, she is. I mean, if you don't know anything about Gina Carano, she was a, she's a former MMA fighter, and um, she was on a big winning streak until she met Chris Cyborg Santos, where she got the shit kicked out of her. Oh my. It was fucking bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she, I mean... Yeah, she's a very, she's a very big woman. Intimidating, yeah. Very. If if I ever saw her in public, like, oh my god, just here's my wallet, just leave me alone. I would so, just be like, I'll be your slave room. I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh, which one are we trying next? Um, What's this one? This one. Frostbite. Let's try. It's got it. a shark on it. That's cool. Ah, uh, yeah. Shark attack time. Let's see here. The flavors are natural and artificial. Okay, there's no real flavor. (laughs) It's also blue. It's kind of a darker blue than the other one. Yes. It looks like the the milk from Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They're drinking a lot of soda, guys, though. 
That's good. I like it. Mm, Flavor-wise, I guess I'd call it... It's Mountain Dew Blue. Okay, yeah. that's... I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say it's tied with a holiday flavor. Really? It's good, but it's not like... Wowing me. I'd say it's right after the peach for me. Mm. Okay, okay, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. If you like being wrong about stuff. Okay. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so, what we have next? You want to try another one? Or? Well, I got a fucking. Well, yeah, well, let me chug this real quick. We still got three, but if we do one, that'll leave two left. So. Oh my god. Okay. How about this diet one? Uh, yeah. I haven't had Giant Mountain Dew in a long time. I used to, it used to be my favorite flavor when I was a kid, and then when I got older, they changed it and made it actual diet. So. Well, it wasn't actual diet before? It used to taste exactly like regular Mountain Dew. You couldn't distinguish it, but then, like, they figured that out, I guess, and they're like, oh, maybe this would actually be diet, so. Alright. Yeah, let's take a, take a sip of this. Did you have any left over? Are you mixing flavors right now? No. I Are you actually getting the full taste of this I, diet? I, I finished. I only put a little bit of the other one. Also, guys, I'd like to also point out that we are we can, we're not using our microphones today. Uh, the laptop is not working currently, so we're back on my phone for this one. So if you sound a little weird, that's why. All right, here we go. Yep, tastes like diet. Tastes like shit. This is the bottom of the list right Ooh. now for me. Ah, tastes like dirt. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. Still better than the Merry Men. <laughs> ah, you, you're wrong on that. That's ridiculous. Like, so biased. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> All right, so next we're going to do Watch Me If You Can, our brand new segment where we talk about anything watching, playing, reading, writing, whatever. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Our recommendations to you, the audience, who... So, yes. Adrian, what do you got for us? What have you been watching or whatever I look for? Well, I came across a movie I hadn't seen in a long time. It's called Late Phases. And if you like werewolf movies, this is a movie that I recommend for you if you haven't already seen it. It's kind of a combination of that um, American Werewolf in London and also Silver Bullet. Uh... I like the effects. They're not the best, but they're pretty good. Um, it's about a it's about a blind Vietnam vet who lives in a retirement community that's being stalked by a werewolf. Really? His first night there, he comes across the werewolf. He kills his neighbor and kills his dog. Oh. And then just he, in his mind, he's like, he has a month to prepare for the next vamp- uh, vampire werewolf killings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Pretty good movie. Oh, okay. That's an interesting movie. Indeed. What about you? Alright, so I went ahead and found some comic book suggestions for a Thanksgiving theme. Okay. So, not a whole lot of recommendations out there. I found what I could. I guess Thanksgiving's not a big holiday to celebrate in the Marvel or DC universe. Yeah, it's about Christmas mostly, right? Yeah. So, the first one... Oh, this is actually a Star Wars one. It's called Into the Great Unknown. And it's the comic where Han Solo and Chewie go into hyperspace and they crash land on Earth. Han Solo's killed in the crash and Chewie survives and they land in, like, the Pacific Northwest. Or is it Northeast? Northwest. Northwest. So, like, 126 years later, Indiana Jones 
goes to that area where they crashed because he hears from some locals that there's a Bigfoot there and he's hunting after Chewbacca, who he thinks is Bigfoot. And it's the first time that they've canically crossed Indiana Jones and Han Solo in the same universe, basically. Interesting. So, yeah, look for that. It's called Into the Great Unknown. Uh, the first... Thanksgiving one I could find is called uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch, Volume 2, Number 6. And it's just about them hosting Thanksgiving for the their friends. It's got, like, Captain America, Namor, um, I don't know, just, like, a couple other people. Sounds boring. And um, an uninvited mutant guest shows up and uh, hijinks ensue. Who is that? It's a surprise. Oh, you gotta read it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can tell you what it is. Ah, it's fine. Uh, then there's Spider-Gwen, volume 2, number 14. Uh, Gwen's, uh, Thanksgiving is interrupted when her... Who's Gwen? Spider-Gwen? Oh, never mind, go ahead. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Gwen Stacy, it's yeah. a universe where she's a spider Is spider this woman. Parmesan on this crust? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Steven bought pizza for us. And Not a fan of Parmesan? No, I mean, it tastes good, it just was like, okay. Yeah, they have hot flavoring. Yeah. So it gets interrupted when Daredevil shows up with some ninjas. In that one, he's like a corrupt, evil, bad guy. Ah. And he runs the hand or whatever. And the last one is JSA number 54. And it's the JSA and the JLA breaking bread together. And uh, Batman is a party pooper. Of course he is. While everyone's celebrating. Because he's like, my parents are dead. <laughs> Also, I'm the world's greatest detective. Everyone I know is dead. <laughs> Anyways, so some stuff I watched this week. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Ugh. I really like that. I like the Fast and the Furious movies, and then I thought this one was also really good. I wouldn't make a whole like franchise of it, but I'd watch one or two more of their movies. Maybe one. I don't know. I don't think they can pull out much more new stuff. Deadpool. Uh, I forgot how good it is. It's a pretty good movie. The first one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it is great. It's... The first one is good. Yeah. The, the second one is complete garbage. Let's be honest, people. We all love Deadpool, but that second movie was just it was just dumb. Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Finally saw that one. You're going to recommend that movie? I am going to recommend that movie. It's like what they've been trying to do... For forever, but they finally did it, and then it's too late because it's the last one. No. Yeah. All right. I, I'm not going to shit on your recommendations. Are you okay? <laughs> okay. That is always Daredevil. Okay. Good show. Oh, the show. Okay. Yeah. Glad you clarified. <laughs> Sorry, Daredevil. The show. Not the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- I thought I had one more recommendation. Uh, let's see here. I don't think I do. I thought that I did. Late phases, for sure. Also, I'm a real big horror movie fan, guys, so a lot of the things that I do say and or recommend are mostly horror-related. I do like every, I do like a lot of stuff that Steven likes. That's why we're doing this. But I'm mostly a horror guy. You love shitting on things, also. I also love <laughs> shitting on things. Um, but yeah. No, Deadpool... What was the one? God damn, I can't remember the name of the book. It was a graphic novel. It's a Wolverine, DeKen, and um, Deadpool. And Wolverine actually hires Deadpool for something. Oh my god, I can't Where's even the remember. Other guys? 
Man, I can't remember. But Deadpool's like actually serious in this one. Uh-oh. It's not like one of those things where he's like talking to the audience. Or it's really good. Ugh, I can't remember it. But it has Deken, uh Wolverine's son, his oh. half Japanese son, where he has like the two claws coming out from right here and then uh-huh. the one coming out from his wrist. It's pretty badass. Another interesting one is the good, the bad, and the ugly, which has Captain America, Wolverine, and Deadpool. Mm. Also serious in that one. It's pretty intense. I don't recommend it for young readers, but for adults, it's very graphic and it deals with a lot of like uh, prison war camps and like delves into Deadpool's child. And yeah, it's pretty graphic, but it's a really good story. Mm, nice. I have one. I have a death. St- oh no, I gave that to my son. Never mind. I was like, I have a Deathstroke book I haven't read, but oh. I'm not gonna read it because my kid has it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. Oh well. I have a Deadpool cog that's all the time Deadpool gets married or like ruins marriages throughout <laughs> the Marvel Universe. <laughs> oh so yeah. Let's try that original deal. Alright. Alright, we're gonna try yeah. some original Mountain Dew right now. That wasn't it. We're still polishing off the last one. I remember the first time I had a diet soda, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> one time, while I was working for DirecTV, um, I was at this dude's house, and he's like, you want a you wanna soda? And I was like, sure, I'll take a soda. And I'm thinking, man, we have to get some caffeine in me, I'm going to feel great. He gave me a sugar-free diet Coke. Like, there was no caffeine in it. Oh. There was nothing, there's nothing good about it. I was just like, <sighs> and I already said yes, so, <laughs> so I to fucking drink that shit. Anyway. I think Dad Coke was the first Dad that I ever tried to. Right, here's original Mountain Dew. There we go. Oh, that's like, it's diet, and then it's that Mountain Dew. Really? I'm not really a fan of original Mountain Dew. Wow. I don't know what to say. I love original Mountain Dew. It's Hall of Famer right there, but... You know, I gotta give credit to all its many sons and daughters. Yes, I will give it respect. Without it, we wouldn't have all these other amazing flavors, but I'm not a fan of it. When I was living in Pennsylvania, it's pretty much what a lot of people would drink all the time, yes. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, Yeah, gross. But uh, the last flavor we have for today is Code Red. Oh, snap. Which, besides Livewire... Is my personal favorite. Yeah, it is one of the best. I think it was like the second flavor they ever made. I like the aftertaste. So good. Yeah, it's like one of those cherry sodas that it's like, it blends together really well. It doesn't mm-hmm. have an aftertaste. That's like super strong and nasty, you know. Lots of cherry sodas fail in that. Yes, yes they do. Here you go, sir. Man, I'm going to be fucking... I'm be crazy hyper right now. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Code red. <sighs> so good. It's so good. It has a good smell too, right? Yeah. It's... I was putting it to my face. I was like, ah, oh, so amazing. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, Alright. Yeah. So, my rankings, Code Red, Sweet Lightning, and then everything else. Because nothing else really matters after that. <laughs> okay. I guess my ranking would be... Mm, code red and then the voltage sweet lightning regular 
Uh, Holiday? No. The shark attack one, whatever the that was. The frostbite. Frostbite. And then uh, diet and then holiday. Yeah, holiday. Yeah, holiday the That's crazy. You're so... I centipeded with the freaking Mountain Dews. I sewed them all together and they're all shitting into the holiday's mouth. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. What are we talking about next week? Uh, did you actually want to do the Christmas... I mean, no, Thanksgiving episode. On Thanksgiving? Yeah. Hmm. We got going on. Are we going to... Where are we going to be for that one? We're not going to be here. Or where are we be over there? No, we're not getting together. We're not? No. Why we were? No. Why not? Because she doesn't want to get sick. Who doesn't want to get sick? Her grandmother. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll carve out some time for okay. Thanksgiving. Alright. What do we have? What was that last challenge we had? I don't know. I, I didn't bring my notebook with me. It's in the phone. Oh, yeah, Hold on, guys. Sorry. We're a little unprepared for the end of this episode. Here we go. Steven's looking through his little kid backpack over there. What? It's a Harry Potter backpack. Okay, Gryffindor. Ah, good. Let's see. Yep, yep, the, those are words you wrote down. Uh, uh, oh, it was the Turtles 2, Mandalorian, Watch Your Kid. Oh, you're going to have me watch Outpost. Yes. Okay, so for what you think about that, I'm having Steven watch Outpost. It's with, I can't remember, Ray Stevenson from that Punisher movie. Mm-hmm. He was also in The Other Guys. He's the tall Australian dude. Oh, okay. And we're going to talk about the Ninja Turtles 2. Well, we're talking about the 1990s Ninja Turtle 2 and the the reboot Ninja Turtles 2. Yes. So two for two. True. Also, we didn't finish that Star Wars one. We didn't do the third episode in each of those trilogies. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Wow, we got some stuff to do. <laughs> we got some stuff coming your way. Get excited. Stay with us. Yes. Um... But yeah, oh, what more are we having? Oh, I'm watching Ready Player One. Oh, that's right. Actually based on a book, the book, Ready Player One, which is way awesome than the movie. Not to say that it legitimately is better, but yeah. Yes. Also, I I sent Steven a video from Screen Rant. Oh my God. It's a movie pitch about <laughs> the It's fucking hilarious. And then Steven's like, oh yeah, he has a point. No shit. No shit. <laughs> In terms of the movie and the book, it covers all the bases, and it's like it's un it's un- impenetrable and logic. All right, all right, folks. That's our episode for this week. Stephen, thank you for being here. I'm always willing. I live here. Yes, he does live here. <laughs> yes, so. yes, yes, I'm usually here. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy which this too, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Yeah, remember to keep that high ground, and we'll see you next week. Bye.